Napa know-how. At Napa Auto Parts, you can get $25 or more off brand new DeWalt power tools by trading in your old ones. You know, those worthless tools you never use anymore? Yeah, those dusty things can actually save you at least $25 on new DeWalt power tools. Hmm, not so worthless after all. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores, while supplies last. Offer ends 6 Roto-Grinders presents the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. Dan Bach talks to the biggest personalities in DFS, delivers commentary on the industry's most important topics, and gives you the advice you need to help build winning lineups. Both the salary and the matchup are just too good. If you are not playing him in your head-to-head games, you are just going to lose. You didn't really think we were going to get rid of that, did you? Here's your host, the one and only, Dan Bach. Hey everybody, what's going on? want to welcome you to this Friday edition of the Roto-Grinders Daily Fantasy Fix podcast. I am Dan Bach, here to take you through the Friday night in Daily Fantasy Baseball. Looking like a fun one, and certainly want to thank Fantasy Draft for their support, their sponsorship of this very show. And if you want to check them out, we certainly hope you do. Go through our links over on Roto Grinders, and you'll get access to the premium content over there for three full months. It's going to make your life that much easier as a player on Fantasy Draft. And tonight, we're doing something special for you, because we love you podcast listeners, and this is what it is. They've got their $25,000 home run contest, and this is a $25 entry and uh, 30 max. So again, you don't have to worry about 150 entries in this from people. 30 entries is the max. So here's what... I've decided to do with this tournament tonight. Now, uh, I'm going to be playing it. I don't know how many lineups I'm going to put in. I'm not going to single entry it, but I might not max out. But I'll still have a handful of entries into this one tonight. So what you need to do is play in this tournament. If you finish higher than my best score, you're going to get a free entry either into the big $20,000 golf GPP coming up at the U.S. Open or to a future home run contest. They basically run them every every night. It's a $25 ticket. So all you need to do is finish higher than me and you get that. So that's what we're doing here today. And to be eligible, what you need to do, click the uh, go to the comments section over on Roto Grinders and leave your Fantasy Draft username. So if you're playing that tournament tonight, and you should, there might be a chance we get a little bit of overlay in it. Um, if you're playing that contest, there's zero reason for you not to throw your username out there in the comments and uh, and try to beat me. So, uh, and you know what? I'll go one further. I'll add something on that as well. Uh, not only if you beat me, you'll get that ticket from Fantasy Draft. Whoever has the highest finish out of anybody who puts their name in the comment section, we'll get you some RG swag. We'll send you one of our nice new t-shirts. The limited edition Predators colors, potentially, as well. So, uh, and therefore, and that'll count even if uh, I just happen to beat everybody and I win this whole freaking thing, which I don't think is an impossibility because I'm running, like, fire over there on Fantasy Draft here lately. So, uh, throw your, again, put your Fantasy Draft username in the comment section. You got to do it before the game's locked today at 7. And if you beat me, you get a free ticket. 
and highest score out of everybody who puts their name in, going to win some RG swag, t-shirt, maybe a hat. So uh, doing that little thing for you. Appreciate the people at Fantasy Draft uh, sponsoring this show. Really liking tonight's slate, by the way. Um, I do think like DraftKings today looks a little bit, little bit soft in the salaries tonight, which uh, I think is going to lead to a lot of duplicate lineups. Uh, they really underpriced Max Scherzer over there, and uh, I think he's going to be like 60% owned today. Uh, but we've got multiple pitchers to find over on DraftKings and on Fantasy Draft FanDuel. A little bit tighter pricing today, so uh, that's kind of my first read um, in terms of the pricing on this slate. But it's a full 15 game, so we got a ton of guys to look over and consider. So uh, let's kind of jump into it. Uh, we'll start with starting pitching tonight. And I mentioned Max Scherzer. And I do think he's probably too cheap on FanDuel as well at 11-8. Um, San Diego so far this season has been uh, really bad versus right-handed pitching. You're looking at a K rate, the second worst in baseball. You're looking at a WRC plus of 84, a WOBA under 300. Uh, they're not good right now with the bats, and here they are walking into uh, the Nats Stadium against Max Scherzer, and Vegas certainly agrees. A monster favorite for him today at minus 243, the implied run total of only three for the Padres. I really have a hard time on multi-pitcher sites, fantasy draft, and on uh, DraftKings just not really locking in Scherzer. Uh, today because I just don't really see a path to him not playing well and yes there's always game theory um, that kind of goes into this a little bit that um, uh, you know if a guy's that chalky is he worth the fade and and I'm certainly doing that at you know positional players we saw it yesterday with uh, what Lamb out there for Arizona at like 60% ownership and you know if you made a pivot there you could have gained a, a good bit on the field potentially even on a you know, really short slate like we saw. Um, and usually you don't see pitchers too highly above 50% in these giant slates, but I think tonight you will just because it's pretty easy to uh, to get the rest figured out. And, you know, even on fantasy draft, you know, it's not really killing you. I mean, I built a lineup here today. My first lineup I built had two high-dollar pitchers in there. I'll tell you who the other one is in a minute. And I still managed to make a pretty decent lineup. Now, you had to punt a spot or two that you might not love, but uh, with, what, a a 1-4K guy? You know, Martin Maldonado made my lineup. Not that I love Martin Maldonado, uh, but, you know, you can definitely come down if you're willing to find that uh, that cheaper starting pitcher um, for the SP2, you can make things pr work pretty well. So I just I just don't see a big reason to do it because I just don't see him having a rough outing here in this uh, in this game. Uh, you know, last game against Atlanta, that was on the road. Uh, wasn't one of his finer outings. Even Philadelphia, the one before that, nine hits and in six innings. Uh, but this guy I feel is going to lock in 30 fantasy draft points today, 40 or 50 draft or fan duel points tonight. So love me some Max Scherzer and, you know, I'm not going out on a limb really saying that, but SP2 or tournament options on FanDuel are where we're looking. And I don't, I think there's a lot of, there's definitely a lot of guys that we can kind of throw into the mix here today. I don't think there's a slam dunk option for us, you know, looking at some of the other names, the guy that really, I thought, you know, last yesterday was going to be the guy we wanted to play. And that's Jacob DeGrom and talk about what a difference a 
environment makes because he was an over 200 favorite yesterday against San Diego. Oh, by the way, the team that Max Scherzer is facing tonight. He was like a 210 favorite yesterday at home against San Diego. And here he goes today. They push him back. So he's starting against the Pirates today and Chad Cool, who has been hardly a dominant pitcher in this league. I think he's had some bad luck, but not a dominant pitcher by any means. And DeGrom in my uh, basically what the hell, you know, is Vegas thinking line of the day uh, is an underdog today on the road against Chad Cool and, uh, and the Pirates. I-, I would have pegged this one at probably DeGrom minus... Yeah, maybe conservative, minus 135, 140 wouldn't have surprised me. Much more than that's pretty strong for a road favorite. Um, But he's been a dominant pitcher this year. And I was shocked to kind of see this number. And it's really questioning me and and how much I want to use Jacob DeGrom today. Now, last season, he was definitely a guy who was better at home than he was on the road. And I'm supposing this could play into it some. Uh, I also think that Vegas thinks Chad Cool's going to pitch pretty well today. Uh, and I was digging into his numbers a little bit. I know a lot of sharp guys have been interested in Cool, and he's kind of bombed a little bit. His last start was uh, actually pretty solid. And you look at some of the numbers uh, that that he's had this season, uh, this kid throws really, really hard. And uh, you've got an ERA of 585. But uh, a fielding independent pitching, um, uh, 3.78. So solid number there. The Sierra, a little bit less. The hard contact, um, it's not great at 32%, but you've got a swinging strike rate of about 12%. Excuse me, 11.5. I don't think I'm going to use Chad Cool. I certainly wouldn't use Chad Cool in cash games today, but I think he's an interesting one-off if you just want to play the what is Vegas thinking in this line? Because I I just can't really understand it. Like he hasn't been good enough to be a favorite over Jacob DeGrom, but sometimes those guys are really smart. And the one number that really stands out here today with him is he's been babbipped to death. Um, And batting average balls in play. That's what uh, BABIP stands for. And he's at 352 right now this season 352 with a left on base rate of 61 percent which isn't really good and uh that's a lot of bad luck that he has you know a lot of bad luck against him so I think that he is certainly a guy that um that I, I think that's going to turn a little bit and when it does uh maybe his fortunes can turn a little bit as a starting pitcher again I think he's uh, interesting low-owned tournament play, but I would not quite endorse him in cash games. Uh, let's see. The other pitchers that uh, I'm definitely looking at tonight, Aaron Nola is popping on a lot of projection models. 15-3 over there on Fantasy Draft, 8,100 on FanDuel, and 7,700 on DraftKings. Uh, fairly strong favorite at minus 153 against Cincinnati. Second start off of a, a quick stint in the disabled list, uh, and he pitched well in that first game back. Went seven innings, uh, gave up four hits, struck out five. I question the upside in him a little bit because I don't think there's huge K upside here against Cincinnati. And that Cincy offense is 
they can be sneaky good at times. They don't have very good history, I think, against Aaron Nola, so he's got that going for him. The price point is, I think, what's interesting on him on the kind of lower tier here today because you could... Uh, another guy who's actually a pretty strong favorite tonight is uh, Tanaka for the Yankees, minus 163. He's just pitched really, really poorly. And uh, if you're a believer that, you know, he can turn it around and get back to some of the other ones' performances we've seen, then then maybe he's worth a shot because he's not that much more expensive than Aaron Nola. And, you know, one thing I looked at, and I said it yesterday with Pomeranz, is, you know, ask yourself if he's going to get a win. And then kind of look back at some of the other performances he's had throughout the year in which he got wins. And if you look at the uh, stretch here for uh, Tanaka, uh, 35 FanDuel points with a win, 46 with a win, 46 with a win, 25 with a win, and 40 with a win. Now, the games that he's not pitched well in, games that he's had losses, 3, negative 10, uh, 21 and negative four. So seems a bit too risky for cash games, but you know, this is a guy whose salary is really at the bargain basement. Uh, FanDuel wise, 8,300 is the lowest it's been at all season. It was all the way up to 9,300 before. And it's not like Oakland has bats that you think can go off. I mean, they've got an implied run total today under four. So he's a guy that I'm looking at a little bit for tournaments tonight. The second largest favorite on the slate today is Michael Clevenger from the uh, Indians. And, you know, I was looking at his Fangraphs page, and I just, I'm not seeing it. Like, I don't think there's anything that stands out there for me that's like, got to roll this guy out. He looked really solid in that last start. Uh, obviously, what, 55 FanDuel points there. I don't know if he has eight strikeouts here today against Kansas City, but he got eight the other day, two hits allowed, and that was against a really good Houston team on the road. Uh, his two previous starts, one came against Kansas City, gave you uh, five strikeouts in five innings. The other one against Minnesota, uh, gave you five strikeouts in four and a third innings, uh, took the loss that day. Uh, 7,800 on FanDuel, uh, 8K on DraftKings, 15-6 on Fantasy Draft. I, I don't know. I just don't, I, I just don't know if I'm a believer in that. I almost, I really feel that minus 200 number is a little bit more indicative of the, uh, the bats there for Cleveland against Ian Kennedy, who's another guy who we talked about the Babbitt being bad for Chad Cool. uh, Ian Kennedy, he's progressively gotten worse in most of his categories so far, and his bat has been sitting at like 189 right now. So uh, I think there's a lot of uh, regression to happen, certainly in that statistic. So I like the Cleveland bats more than I like Clevenger. Normally, I can get on board with those guys um, at that range, you know, who are strong favorites, but something about him I just not necessarily sold on right now. Now, Eduardo Rodriguez... At home, another strong favorite, minus 172, is going to get run support tonight. Gallardo, you know, one of the worst numbers out there for pitchers on the mound today. And Rodriguez has been pretty steady. Like, I feel better about him than I do Clevenger tonight, especially when you look at Seattle and their run output. They have been 
really, really bad. Uh, they have uh, scored, they had, what, four games in a row where they scored, I think, one run or less. They finally got four in yesterday's game against Washington, but they are not swinging the bats real strong. Uh, now you add, you know, a lefty and Eduardo Rodriguez uh, out there, and looking at some of his splits here today, uh, against righties, uh, what, 309 Woba, 209 in the um, in the uh, ISO department against right-handers, and 328 Woba with a 101 ISO against lefties, and a pretty strong K rate there. So and the power is really suppressed against left-handed bats uh, with him on the mound here today, and they usually roll out a good number of them. Obviously, Nelson Cruz versus a left-handed pitcher is always a good play for your lineups because, you know, it feels like he's got like a 50-50 chance of hitting a home run when that matchup takes place. But if he can navigate around Nelson Cruz today, uh, I don't mind him at all. I, I think that Eduardo Rodriguez is a nice middle-tier option uh, for us tonight. Uh, and then we look at a few other names out there. You know, Carlos Martinez has pitched well, but going to Coors, I think that's a hard pass for me. Uh, Alex Wood, you know, this is another line that's really interesting. He against Jake Arrieta tonight, really low game total at seven and a half. And Alex Wood, and I know this has to do with who he's playing, but Alex Wood's like last three or four starts, he's been at like minus 230. He's been a crazy strong favorite. Tonight he comes in at just minus 132 against the Cubs. And I'm wondering if Vegas thinks, you know, the uh, Alex Wood tower comes crashing down tonight. I mean, he's been super good and there's no reason to think that's the case. You know, he's actually has an increase in velocity. Some of the metrics, you know, really appear like, you know, he is becoming a stronger pitcher. But we did see the K rate really drop off that last game against Miami where he had been at 10, 11, 8. Uh, he only had four in seven innings in that last start, allowed six hits. So uh, I am i don't think I'm going to Alex Wood tonight. I mean, he's not that pricey when you consider everything. 8,600 on FanDuel, 9,600 on DraftKings, 18-4 on Fantasy Draft. And, you know, you look at his game logs, fantasy draft point-wise, 23-33-34 in his last three starts. Uh, but the one thing that doesn't really bode well for him is his first start against Chicago, only finished with 10 fantasy points. Now, I think that was uh, one of his early starts coming off of injury, only pitched like three innings, um, and, you know, actually only gave up one earned run in that start. But uh, he's a guy that I think I'm avoiding today. Uh, because I don't know, you know, that, that again, Vegas is just, I look for the indicators there, and, and that's something standing out in that one for me. Um, but it's crazy because you look opposite of him. Alex Wood has been the better pitcher than Jake Arrieta this season. Yeah, Jake Arrieta's got the higher salary pretty much on every site tonight. Uh, but it's a low game total, uh, a really good ballpark to pitch in out there. So both those guys tournament eligible for me and uh, I think that Jaime Garcia could be a guy to look at in tournaments here as well the Giants a little bit worse versus uh, right-handed pitching but the one thing that I do like is that Garcia pitched great in this last game against Washington seven innings eight strikeouts again bit of an outlier but here's the thing Washington is one of the toughest teams in the league against left-handed bats so uh, the fact that he was be was able to you know get through that lineup 
relatively unscathed, just one earned run, uh, picked up the quality start. I mean, he gave you 49 FanDuel points and ended up with the loss that day. Uh, I think he can put it together here against San Francisco in a very uh, good hitters ball, or pitcher's ballpark. And he's not a favorite. Vegas doesn't love him today. But I know Matt Cain, and he sucks. So uh, I'm not really afraid to think that the Braves can put enough runs to maybe give him the support to pick up the W here tonight, uh, even without Freddie Freeman. And obviously that offense is taking a step back. I've used pitchers against them a good bit with Freeman out, but uh, I think Garcia is a real interesting tournament option tonight. Now, the one other high-tier guy, you know, I mentioned in the opening uh, is Chris Archer, or I didn't mention in the opening, but I said I had in my, you know, first iteration on Fantasy Draft, was Chris Archer today, just because the Ks are absolutely legit with him. Double digits in three of the last four, and those came against uh, the Yankees, the Royals, Toronto, uh, and he's just you know, the real deal when it comes to the to the strikeouts. And obviously, he can get himself in a, a little bit of trouble with the walks. You know, he had six walks against Cleveland a couple of games ago. But outside of that game, he hasn't really had just a dreadful performance. And, you know, I don't see him walking six guys. Now, Minnesota's got a pretty good eye. Um, but, you know, if he can minimize the walks here tonight, uh, the upside is enormous, especially in the uh, strikeout department. Um, but big fan of his potentially tonight, again, is maybe a lower-owned guy. I mean, he is, just to give you some context here, Archer's a minus-135 favorite to DeGrom, who's an underdog today, a plus-103. So if I'm paying up for that SP2, uh, I'm playing the Vegas numbers today. The matchup looks pretty, you know, fair. I mean, Minnesota, I think they're top five. Wobo-wise against right-handed pitching, they have some guys who can rake, but they also have some strikeouts in that lineup uh, as well that I think Archer can get to. So uh, he is the other guy that I'm looking at today for my pitcher spot. All right, those are the guys I'm playing. Let's get to the bats tonight. And uh, again, we're going to go positional here. If you're playing on Fantasy Draft, again, infield, outfield, utility. You don't have to use particular positions, which I think is kind of nice from time to time. Uh, but let's start with uh, catcher. And how about my boy Centeno for Houston? Back-to-back -back games, home runs. Could this be the new Gary the Goat? I don't know about that, but if he's in the lineup tonight... Uh, I don't hate him at, what, 2,800 over there on FanDuel. So, you know, he's certainly uh, a guy to, you know, consider in your lineups uh, there. But if you're paying up at the catcher spot, uh, you know, Gary Sanchez against Kendall Graveman. I seem to say him every day on the show. And the thing about him, though, is he, you know, he's not going to likely strike out. Graveman does not have a lot of K upside here. So I see him potentially making contact here in this matchup and, the salary doesn't kill you at all at 3.3K. Uh, but the punt guys for me, um, or, and then Evan Gaddis as well uh, against Kevin Gossman, who's really been bad. Ga uh, Gaddis, pretty good game uh, yesterday. Houston, relatively underpriced. I know that George Springer seemingly has screwed everybody the last two or three games. Uh, but, you know, Gaddis, pretty strong bat that you get in the middle of that order at Again, 3.2, so he's fine. Now, you might want to look to punt options today simply because, well, uh, you're going to be paying up at uh, starting pitcher, uh, depending on where you're at. K 
Cameron Rupp's kind of intriguing against Tim Edelman tonight. Again, I kind of like him. I think he's sneaky good player. Adelman has not been great his last couple starts. Fairly high team total for the Phillies today at home. The uh, looks like the inside edge gives it a five-star ranking for him. It says Rupp slugging 773 in his last 24 plate appearances against soft-throwing righties like Adelman over the last two seasons. So uh, there you go. Inside Edge likes him at 2.5K. I can kind of give that endorsement as well. Uh, let's see. Not a lot else that I'm loving today. Uh, the Beef is always interesting. He gets a matchup against Musgrove, who's been fine. But Wellington Castillo can run pretty hot. And we saw that last week when he had, what, four games in a row with three hits. Uh, again, a lot of upside uh, with Wellington Castillo as a payup option. And I mentioned Martin Maldonado. If he is in the lineup today against Dan Straley tonight on fantasy draft, probably in particular, just because the floor on the salary there is so low. Uh, he's only 4K over there. So if you got a pulse, and he's not the worst hitter on the board today, but he can get you bigger pitching and some big bats. So again, uh, as a punt option, uh, he's a guy to look at. And, we, and something to definitely keep your eye on today, and I'm going to say it, Right now, in case I forget to mention players, uh, the second half of that doubleheader, we've got a guy named Tyler Danish pitching for the Chicago White Sox against Detroit. Tyler Danish had a K rate below five per nine innings in the minor leagues. What that's telling me is he's going to give up a lot of con. He's going to pitch to contact today in the majors in his debut, and that's not going to work out well for him, especially against the Tigers lineup that uh, is starting to swing it really well. I watched that game last night. They looked really good. They, you know, put some runs up, but also had some really hard hit outs last night. And uh, I, the question is, are we going to have a Detroit lineup in time for game two uh, before rosters lock um, at seven o'clock? Now, again, we've got late swap everywhere, so you have the ability to make those those edits um, but just something to kind of keep your eye on. I think somebody said that second game was not, or either of these games were on DraftKings schedule, uh, but they are on FanDuel, they are on Fantasy Draft, and I'm telling you, uh, I think Mr. Danish here is uh, is going to get peppered tonight. So uh, Alex Avila, another name to throw out there if he's in the lineup. All right, moving on to first base tonight, and uh, I think this is, again, always a spot where we can potentially look to punt, and Matt Adams has been locked in lately. Not the best hitting environment uh, you have in baseball out there in San Francisco, but that also improves when you have Matt Kane on the mound, who's a gas can. So uh, Matt Adams tonight, uh, 2,700 over on FanDuel. Uh, looks like 66 over on Fantasy Draft and 33 over on DraftKings. So I think he is a, a guy who's really looked like a different hitter since he's gone over to Atlanta. I'm going to ride that hot bat a little bit tonight. Uh, if you're not playing Chad Cool tonight, Lucas Duda uh, had a nice uh, home run yesterday and uh, just too cheap uh, at 2600 over on FanDuel. So uh, a guy to consider there. Matt Carpenter uh, should probably be mega chalk tonight moving to Coors against Senzatella, who hasn't been great. And the fact of the matter is, uh, DraftKings didn't price up, I think, the St. Louis bats enough. And at 4600 there, 9 k over on Fantasy Draft, too cheap over on those sites. Even 4400 on FanDuel, you could probably make work 
with uh, with Scherzer tonight. So he's probably going to be chalk and uh, and rightfully so. Uh, but there are other options. I mean, I love both first basemen today out there in Cleveland. You know, we talked about Ian Kennedy. I just don't think he's very good. And uh, both these guys can hit the baseball uh, a long way. You know, Encarnacion got really off to a pretty slow start, but um, his home runs kind of come in bunches. He had two of them the other night. And uh, I actually had uh, Santana locked in my first fantasy draft lineup that I built here today just because he's a good bit cheaper than than E5 is. You know, he's at 7,600 over there. So that's just way too cheap, uh, I think. And another five-star matchup on the inside edge, uh, slugging 459 in the last seven 16 played appearances against right-handed pitchers with average strikeout rates like Kennedy over the last two seasons. So uh, I like Carlos Santana a good bit tonight. A little bit of uh, BVP for Albert Pujols against Dan Straley. See if that... Uh, if that roof is open out there in Miami, might have a little bit more interest there if that is the case. Uh, and then if you wanted to pick on the um, on Giovanni Gallardo today, you know, Mitch Moreland's been really locked in at the plate lately. So I think his salary has risen, but uh, if you want to go back to the well and stack that up again, he's a pretty moderate salary at 3400 I think I like... Santana a little bit better, but uh, look at this guy. Uh, Multi-hit games and three consecutive and hits in seven straight for Mitch Moreland. So, uh, got a hot bat rolling right there. Okay, moving on. Second base. And, uh, you know, Ragnudo Ordor, I hadn't played him the last couple couple days. Didn't really like the pitching matchups that he was going against out there in Boston, but I think it's a little bit better uh, one today against Mike Bolsinger, and the salary really hasn't caught up here at 2900 so uh, I think he is in play today um, against Bolsinger. Uh, you know, Kipnis as well against Kennedy at 3.3. Again, moderate salary. You can really fit that one into your lineups and feel uh, pretty good about it, so I like him today. Uh, D Gordon has been, uh, pretty hot as well. Multi-hit games and one, two, three, four, uh, four of his last five and, uh, you know, hits in five straight games, usually batting in that leadoff spot. Not afraid to pick on Jesse Chavez a little bit today. I actually think that we've got an underpriced Giancarlo Stanton tonight. So if you want to stack up some fish, uh, he's a guy that you're going to probably want to put into your lineup at that cheap of a price point. Uh, let's see. I think that's, and then obviously Kinsler, I talked about Danish, you know, I'm not a fan of his, so, uh, I don't think I love him as a one-off at three, four, cause you can go up and get Daniel Murphy at three, eight against Perdomo, uh, which is, you know, a much better matchup and he's really, really good. So, but on the cheap, probably, uh, Odor for me at second base tonight. Okay, moving on to third. Depends on where you're playing here. Uh, Evan Longoria, pretty cheap price tag over on FanDuel. Gets a lefty at just 2700 And, uh, you know, this season hasn't really been good versus lefties. 262 Woba and a 170 batting average. But for the last two seasons, uh, it's about double those numbers here against left-handed pitching. So uh, he used to be dominant when he first came up against lefties, but maybe not so much anymore. Uh, Joey Gallo has kind of been a fade against lefties the last two days, but now gets Bolsinger out there in a good ballpark. Um, and, you know, at 2800 reasonable price tag. 
he's a perfect tournament one-off because you just hope he home, hits a home run. And a real big pricing discrepancy between FanDuel and DraftKings on him. He's 1500 cheaper on FanDuel than DraftKings. So that's pretty significant. So FanDuel looks like the spot where you're going to want him tonight. Uh, Jed Jerko, love him on DraftKings today. A little bit, you know, FanDuel priced them up accordingly. So good job by them. Um, he's at 4-3. He's more than Chris Bryant is today. I think the most expensive third baseman you have on the slate. But on DraftKings, Fantasy Draft, uh, Jed Jerko, absolutely a, a name that we can look at today. Uh, let's see. Any other third baseman standing out to me? Eh, that's they're mainly the guys that uh, that I'm looking at. I don't hate Mikel Franco. Again, you look for those matchups against poor pitchers and take advantage of it with Franco then. And he's actually had hits in 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 of his last 10 games. So appears to be hitting the ball pretty well right now. And then uh, Todd Frazier, way too cheap over on uh, on Fantasy Draft tonight at 7,400 there, uh, especially in this matchup today uh, against the lefty and Matt Boyd. It's kind of cold. Wind could be blowing in. I don't think I'm stacking Chicago side on that one. Detroit side I'm fine with. But I think Frazier, especially, he's kind of heating up just a little bit. Um, maybe a guy to to consider there. And he's not, yeah, he's, I guess he's not heating up that much. He did hit a home run, and that was in Arizona. But I still think as a one-off in tournament, he's got double-dong upside. All right, let's go to shortstop here. And not a position that I am really in love with uh, most people are probably would be in agreement with me there. Uh, you know, Trey Turner and Carlos Correa are your high dollar options tonight. I'd give the edge to Correa if I'm going to pick between those two. Another big home run for him last night. I just don't see either of them particularly playable considering the uh, high salary at starting pitcher. Uh, in fact, you could even make an argument Francisco Lindor is a better option today against Ian Kennedy. Really like Lindor's prospects. I mean, this guy's an awesome hitter. I mean, he's had a hit in every game since uh, May the 13th. So really locked in right now at the plate. But your value options, uh, Elvis Andrews against Bolsinger at 2,600 hits near the top of the order. Again, Bolsinger can be had, had a home run yesterday. Uh, not a guy that gives you a ton of upside because he's not a home run guy, but could turn the line o- lineup over and works there. Uh, another name, Tim Beckham. Uh, fantasy draft special for you. I think he's like five six over there on fantasy draft, and uh, going against the lefty potentially will be leading off here, and he's got a three eighteen wOBA one forty one in the ISO department uh, against left handers over the last couple of seasons. So don't mind me some Tim Beckham today on the cheap. Um. Xander Bogarts obviously had the big game yesterday. He's not cheap, though, at 3-7. But if you want to believe in the hot bat, he might apply there. Seager feels a little bit cheap at 3,100. Again, 403, the Woba versus righties. 219 ISO, 323 average. Uh, Arietta can have strong stuff, but he's not the best pitcher in the league like he was a couple years ago. So uh, if he fits your lineup build, I can live with it just because of the talent and the handedness that he has. Uh, okay, moving to outfield. This is where I really want to get some uh, some Detroit exposure. I think three of the better price per point options in the entire slate, uh, at least on FanDuel. Upton, 
Tyler Collins, J.D. Martinez tonight against Danish. Uh, 2.7 for Upton, 2.3 for Collins, 3.7 for Martinez, who should have had a home run. Anybody see that last night? He hit a bomb that would have literally been a home run, I think, in any other ballpark. But for whatever reason, this ball hit the top, hit the yellow line, and then bounced back into the the into play. Like, I don't know with physics how that's possible because it had to be going at an outward angle and still somehow bounce back in without hitting a wall or anything else. It was kind of freakish. Uh, so he should have had two home runs last night. And, uh, you know, with Collins and Upton hitting, you know, probably pretty decent in that lineup. Upton had a real nice game yesterday. You know, he's got some stolen base upside. Uh, really like those guys tonight. I think they definitely work. Uh, Nelson Cruz feels a little bit too cheap versus a lefty. 3.8K there. So I think we can fire him up. If you want to play the hot stick tonight, it's Carlos Gonzalez. And he is really locked in at the plate. It's not a great matchup against Carlos Martinez, who I think is got really good stuff out there. But sometimes... You just kind of got to overlook that. And just to give you some context here for uh, Cargo, uh, let's see. He's two for five, three for five, two for four, three for five, one for three, one for three, two for five. Uh, had no for four and then had hits in four straight games before that. So, you know, you want to play him when he's seeing the ball well. And right now he's really seeing the ball well. So uh, fire him up tonight. Ben Benintendi's been just fine as well. Uh, just you know, really great fantasy performer because stolen bases in three of the last four games. Uh, obviously, you know, when you're stealing bases, you're putting yourself in position to score runs, which he's done in four consecutive games. So the price is is up there at 3,800 on FanDuel, 87 on Fantasy Draft, and 45 on DraftKings. Probably not a one-off, but more than likely a guy I'd be willing to put into my, uh, obviously my Boston stacks tonight. Uh, do we dare go back to George Springer against Kevin Gossman? I mean, he appears to be locked in in some sort of cold streak here. One hit over his last one, two, three, four, five games. That's not good. Now, that can swing pretty quick for him. It's only one swing of the bat. Uh, definitely can't play that in cash games tonight, but hitting first uh, against Kevin Gossman, uh, a team total of, what, 4.98 today. He should be fine, um, you would think to do something in this matchup, but you probably would have thought that the last three or four games as well. Uh, Mookie Betts, I continue to play him and kind of been disappointed here lately, but maybe this is the spot for him to uh, to get things to uh, to turn today. Uh, 4,500 over on FanDuel tonight. I mean, he hasn't been terrible. He has hits in uh, one, two, three, four, eight of his last nine games, but uh, only one extra base hit. Ugh. Come on, Mookie. Come on. You can do it. Uh, let's see. A few other names for me that I'm looking at. Let's see. Let me bring up that uh, fantasy draft lineup. See what else. Uh, uh, yeah, Giancarlo Stanton over there at 8K. Just too darn cheap for me. Uh, I've got him fired up uh, in my preliminary lineup over there. Uh, all right. Let's get to the stacks here today. The teams that I think that you know we might want to consider stacking up uh, again. This is early in the day, but these are my favorite ones. Love the Tigers today against the White Sox and Danish. Definitely looking to go there. I think Cleveland tonight uh, against Ian Kennedy. Sign me up for that. Can go back to the well with Boston a little bit. And it's funny because they've been so chalky lately, and they've been good, not great, that I think a lot of people might jump off there. 
Uh, so I don't hate that one. I think, you know, a great one-off here tonight. The Yankees, their bats have cooled a little bit. But doesn't this feel like an Aaron Judge home run happening today against Kendall Graveman? I mean, another guy where you look for the matchups that he's going to make contact in, and I feel like this is one. Uh, so, you know, he, he's cooled off a little bit. Been, what, five games since he hit a home run? By the way, it's been like 14 games since Giancarlo hit a home run. So I feel one might be coming tonight. Uh, let's see. Cardinals, obviously, in Coors. That's an easy one. I don't have a good read on Diamondbacks Brewers. You know, I mean, it's a fine hitter's ballpark. Guerra against Godley. Two guys who I just don't really feel like I want to pick on either of them. Uh, I know Godley, a ground ball pitcher, so I'm kind of off of that one tonight. And I think the Braves are sneaky. You know, you don't usually want to stack guys out there in uh, San Francisco, but um, if you wanted to put Kemp, who's got some BVP against Crane, against Kane with uh, Matt Adams, uh, maybe an NCRTE, and, uh, you know, Phillips, Marcakis, Dansby Swanson, and even a Tyler Flowers, I don't hate it. Uh, I just think that Kane's not good, so I like stacking against pitchers who are not good. And then lastly, the Rangers, you know, I kind of uh, glossed over them uh, no, I actually didn't really gloss over them. I feel like I talked about them at every single position against Bolsinger. I know that Toronto's got the run total over five here tonight. Maybe that's the side we should want against AJ Griffin, but I don't think Griffin's been all that terrible so far. His last two starts haven't been great. Nine hits in three innings, seven innings, or seven hits in five innings. Uh, so yeah, nine and four earned runs, but you know the four or five starts before then decent enough uh, for me. So um, I don't know, not necessarily on Vegas' side there uh, with Toronto. Uh, all right, that's the uh, that's the lowdown. That's the, uh, the slate for tonight. Last second reminder, Fantasy Draft. Add your name to the comment section. If you beat me, you get a ticket. Everybody who beats me, not just one. If anybody who beats me gets one ticket, into uh, either the $25 golf GPP coming up uh, for the U.S. Open or any other $25 um, MLB GPP. So if you're not a golf guy, we don't want to, you know, stick you with a ticket that you're not comfortable using. And uh, highest score out of everybody who puts their name in the comment section playing on Fantasy Draft, uh, you get yourself a Roto Grinders swag pack. So make sure you play in that contest tonight. It's 25 bucks. And uh, $25,000 uh, prize pool on the board today over at Fantasy Draft. So definitely hope you do that. Um, I'm out of here. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for subscribing to us over on iTunes. Catch me again on SiriusXM tonight right before Roster Lock from 6 to 7. So we'll give you an updated take on uh, the night's slate. And all sorts of Grinders Live content starts at 3.30. We've got premium shows for the FanDuel and DraftKings subscribers as well behind the paywall. And uh, just know that uh, we'll be back with the podcast next week. Till then, thanks so much for listening and uh, enjoy the Memorial Day back on Tuesday here. And we will see ya. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. The end. Mommy, let's read another. 
Every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org read. Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor. Save the Children. Changing a life lasts a lifetime.